Hi, this is Brian from Nerd Podcast Radio. Just wanted to pop on and let you know that we just got some new microphones and had a little problem with Michael's audio as it buzzes a little bit. It may have been a problem with Skype, with the microphone, or with something else. We'll be testing before next episode to try to fix it. This is just a warning so you can turn your volume down a bit before the call, then turn it up till you're comfortable after the episode starts. I found that it sounds better on headphones and speakers. Sorry for the inconvenience. Hopefully we'll have it fixed by next call. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Welcome to a tech show. Third podcast radio. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. Your nerd home away from home. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host, Special Mikey, along with Hindu Anthony. What's up, Buttercup? And Super Vegan Brian. I don't care. <laughs> that's becoming your new catchphrase i swear we're gonna get shirts that just say i don't care well speaking of i don't care anthony has some news to share yes you do actually no news at all nothing happened no come on share no it up story i don't want to share come on buttercup let's do this it involves the one thing brian the that's the one thing anthony did that he's really proud of himself that brian didn't care about but there's news on this front Okay, fine. The thing I'm proud of that Brian doesn't care about. Okay, my son. Um, <laughs> my, 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 my PC is all is all is all dead. Yeah, his PC is his other kid. Died. <laughs> your PC is dead. I heard your piss is dead. Yeah, I heard. So that like too. you have a urinary tract infection or something. <laughs> unlikely, but actually, no, your your PC died. How did your PC die, Anthony? Uh, the uh, water cooling system uh, in that was built in the case started leaking and leaked onto the graphics card and got some bits onto the motherboard. So, I have to say, I've been saying I don't care over and over again. And when you told me that news, I felt bad because I felt like I cursed you. So I have all the parts in in bags of rice. And- the, so that that's that's one big thing that actually happened to Anthony this week, and I feel really bad. But I got another story. This one actually does have to include my real son. This is a good. This is a good story. Do, do we have a good? Do we have a, a good feel good story to bring us from the dips of, depths of despair of dead PC Um Yeah. So the other day, that's not a word. My wife and I and our son were at a restaurant. We were eating, and uh, I heard my son in, like off to the side go, "Whoa." Whoa! Insane! <laughs> and he's looking like big bug eyes out the window, and he's just got this big like shit eater grin on his face. He's just going, "Whoa!" I look outside, and there is this just this gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous woman in like this small, skimpy, short sundress, and like, <laughs> "Whoa!" Was appropriate. <laughs> Whoa, was appropriate. I'm just looking at my son like, oh, oh god, yep, that's that's my son, all right. He um won, and he's already very into ladies. I think nice. that's great. Very nice. Oh, that's great. And you were and you were just looking there like, okay, he's got taste. Yeah, he's got taste. Oh, like, yeah, like he wasn't the only guy in the restaurant looking at her. Oh, so he followed the crowd. He was just the only one not cowardly enough to actually like vocalize it. Uh, babies and not knowing when to stifle themselves. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's How old is he now? Yeah. You're in two months. Yay! You're in two months in like three days. You're two months, three days. Okay. 
By the time people are actually listen to this, he'll be a year and two months. Yeah, this is true. Be a year and two months. So um, I spent a bunch of time listening to Dinosaur Machines, our friends at Nerd Pundit. Um, well, the one guy of Dinosaur Machines does Nerd Pundit, but um, I was listening to Dinosaur Machines, and they have someone on their cast that does a Christopher Walken impression, too. What? They are really our um, mirror universe twins on the other side of the country. They're the East Coast us. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they also have a guy on their podcast named Dan and our musician is named Daniel. Ah, (laughs) yep. I still need to make time to listen to Dinosaur Machines. I I listened to their I listened to their um, so I previously said I listened to Oxenfree, but I listened to their casts on um crypt of the necro dancer what yeah it's a rhythm game okay um and i listened to their one on pony island and on papers please oh, they, they were they they're, they're all really good um listen to their podcast to get content on those titles check this out guys this definitely segue into our our subject today which is mikey today we're talking about all that is gaming Yes, not just PC Master Race, but like some dirty people, but also some console things and some and maybe even some MOBA games. But I don't know. So when you say dirty people, you're referring to us, right? Yeah, both because of you. neither of us play console. Well, Anthony used to, but then, you know, some PC got its dirty hooks into him. Uh, I have a Wii U. You still have that? No. What do you mean still have that? It's like not that old. We just me and the wife just bought it like. I could have swear you had one a lot. I thought I could have swear you got it right around the time it came out. No, 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 heaven no. Nah, I must have been thinking of somebody else. But yeah, so you got that. I, I was considering getting that, but I really want to get an old GameCube, actually. The last console I owned was a Nintendo Entertainment System. Was the original NES? Mm-hmm. Wow. I've never owned a Super Nintendo, never owned a Genesis, never had an Xbox or a PlayStation or any of that stuff. I didn't own a Gen. I've never owned a Genesis, but I did. I owned an NES, a Super Nintendo, PlayStation One and Two, the original Xbox, and now I have a 360 Elite. Speaking of, no, not Genesis. No, that. Uh, yeah, Sega Genesis, right? Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Okay. Speaking of Genesis, did you guys hear it's uh, Sonic's 25th year anniversary? That's this year. Yeah, it was this year. They had this. Um, they had a 25 year anniversary like extravaganza thing at Comic Con. And it was super shitty. Why? Oh, God. Um, I guess the show itself was cool, but the stream of it, because um, they were streaming it on Twitch, was bad. Like, hilariously bad. Like they did not have a good IT guy running the stream? I suggest going to Jim Sterling's uh, YouTube, and he has a whole video where he gets all the shit and, like, compiles into one video. It is fucking glorious <laughs> i'm gonna watch this i'm they gonna have watch this part where where uh they're trying to get people to sing the sonic songs because there's all these sonic songs and uh, yeah so the first person they pick is just a mom who is there with her kid and she was just like nope nope don't know the words yeah, don't know the words at all <laughs> and so they try to give her the mic and she's just silence <laughs> right the next guy they handed to uh the singer was like watch this guy will show you how it's done Gives it to him, and he's just like, <laughs> "Oh my god, I need to use that soundbite for other things." I oh my gosh, and it's the Jim Sterling. What's the episode called for Jim? Uh, Jim 
Sterling Sonic Sonic 25th anniversary. It's just Jim Sterling Sonic 25th anniversary. Yeah, and there's just the sound was god awful. There was this buzzing sound the whole time. The audio kept uh, cutting out. Was it was it wrong? Was it uh, did it ever at any point have a, a slow feed on the audio to the video? Oh, it was everything wrong. Everything you can imagine going wrong with audio went wrong. So the, so an audio technician could watch this feed and just be like, somebody shoot me. And the best part was there is this one particular part that happened that pretty much encapsulates Sega as a whole. And they said, like, they're like, you hear that sound? And it was literally a sound of nothingness because the sound cut out. So it was just nothingness and just like a high buzz from the mic from these sounds, the shitty sound. It's like, you hear that? <laughs> That's the sound of 25 years of Sonic. It's like, yep, that is definitely the sound of 25 years of Sonic. Shit. <laughs> That's fucked up, but so funny. Oh, I love it. That's got to be the best. So how are we gonna how are we gonna talk about video games for an hour? What are we What are we doing? This, this is true. I'll talk about video games for an hour. I can talk about video games for 24 hours, like probably straight. That scares me a little bit, Anthony. <laughs> I really fucking could though. That that really that that really scares me for twenty four fucking hours. I think I oh. could. I'm not sure. That might be a, that might be an exaggeration, but I got a question for Anthony. Go ahead. What was your first experience with video games? So I mentioned this before. It's the Nintendo NES, um, and I had a lot of the classic games. You know, like so the Mario Brothers, uh, Zelda. But if I'm going to pick like a particular game that I was like, this was like the quintessential. This was my game. It was my jam. It was my favorite game as a kid. Was uh, Star Tropics. I've never even heard of that before. Me neither. Uh, it's an old school RPG that was based on the kind of an idea of Zelda. Uh, so you know, it's this adventure game where you're going around and you're fighting monsters and going in dungeons. Um, except for instead of it being like you're Link and you have a sword and you wear green, it's you're a little kid and you fight monsters with toys, like literally toys. You. That- your main weapon is awesome. yo-yo, and you use a baseball bat, and you use like tic tacs, and those were your weapons. Were toys. That that's actually pretty awesome. <laughs> Star Tropics. It was uh, the, nice. the NES thing that's coming out. The where they're gonna have all those. Oh, the the retro micro box. Oh, I'm yeah, buying that. Oh, I'm, I am too. I'm I'm so getting that because it comes it's with thirty downloaded games. Yeah, it's, it's got Castlevania and Castlevania Two on it, but it doesn't have Castlevania Three on it. It it's my favorite one. That was, that was the best one of them. Three was the best. It's supposed to have Super Mario, I believe. It's got Super Mario three and two. It's got oh, it's got them. It's got those it's got also. All of them. Yeah. Nice, sweet. I love Super Mario three. And it does have Star Tropics, so you can try it now. It's gonna have it. Yeah, it's gonna have it. That was actually pretty nice. popular, from what I understand. I never thought it was popular because every kid I knew when I was a kid was like Star Tropics. What the fuck is that? <laughs> that sucks. Oh, will it have Punch Out on it? Uh, yes. Oh, so there. I'm all about beating the hell out of King Hippo. Super Mario 2 was the first game to have a transgender character. Who? Birdo. Oh, shit, that's right. You have to you have to dig into the Japanese game and the backstory. Yeah, you're right. I totally forgot about that. Birdo was uh, was a transgender character. You attacked him, you laid an egg, and you're like, what the fuck? I thought you were a boy. <laughs> well, I am now. <laughs> well, it's confusing. Yeah, but it, it still works out really well. But Brian, what, what was really your your first experiencing with gaming? The like, Atari twenty six hundred. Oh no! Well, before that, it would have been the Commodore sixty four, but it was pretty much the Atari twenty six hundred. Brian's old. 
Wow, the 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 Atari. Wow, I almost said Commodore. <laughs> My favorite games were like um, Submariner. I loved Submariner. It wasn't Which, it wasn't Namor from the comics. It was. And I didn't think it was. Is it was you were in a submachine, a submarine, and you were fighting sharks. You're in a submarine. That's a bit overkill to take out a shark. It was a little submarine, and the sharks were big. The sharks were bigger than the submarine. Was it a yellow submarine? It was. Were the Beatles with you? No, but it was yeah. a yellow submarine. <laughs> I used to play that game with my mom. It was the nice. only game she liked. That and Frogger. I liked Frogger, too. I used to play Zelda with my mom. My mom really liked Zelda. I played Dr. Mario with my grandma. Dr. Mario was... I think Dr. Mario is when they started to really figure out how to get good graphics out of the NES. It was, and my grandma played it, and I thought it was funny. I was playing a game called Dr. Mario with a woman in her 60s. <laughs> so you were playing doctor with a woman in her 60s? Yeah, but at the same time, she we didn't do any physicals. She just wanted pills. <laughs> Can't hear you, Anthony. Get right up on that mic. Like, put it in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's better. So yeah, like we we played that, and I just like at one point she goes, "Wow, the, half of these pills are the same colors of the medicine I take." <laughs> <laughs> that it really scared me. Yeah, very so, uh, but my my first my first go with gaming was I, I've mentioned it before was a Super Mario Brothers Duck Hunt combo cartridge on the NES. That was really my, my, my first go into it. And then I played the crap out of that. And after the 82nd time that the dog pissed me off, I picked up one of the other games and I played Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. I had the one that had Hogan's Alley on the same cartridge, that it was Duck Hunt, Hogan's Alley, and Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, you know, I, I saw those combo packs, but I, I I was just like, why would you put Duck Hunt with Hogan with Hogan's Alley? I, I, I like Super Mario. So speaking of cartridges, speaking of cartridges, there is some gaming news that happened. Uh, Go ahead. The Nintendo NX, the new Nintendo system, um, there was a leak uh, out of what it's going to be. It's not like Nintendo hasn't confirmed that yet, but from according to IGN and Kotaku, the the leak is the info seems to be true. Is that it's going to be a handheld console um, that you can take with you on the go, and it has the controllers attached to it, and you can detach them and plug it into your TV. So you can play it on the go and you can also attach it to your TV and play it like a traditional console. They're going huh. back to bring they're going back to using cartridges though. You're kidding. Yeah, that's what they that's what the rumors are saying. They're going back to using cartridges. So you never know, maybe they came up they're using flash technology to make better cartridges. Apparently the cartridge technology is like improved quite a bit and it's actually better to use cartridges. Well, than look at the data storage on flash drives. Well, because the cartridges, all they really were is data storage to be fed through the system. And now with modern flash technology, like especially look at our, 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 our jump drives, like uh, we, we we put more data on those than we did on one Nintendo cartridge. Yeah, the Nintendo DS still uses cartridges. That's true. So you could put a game that holds as much information as, say, Final Fantasy 7 or 8, because that's actually a substantial amount of data that it requires three full disks, three to four full disks. You could shove that all into one cartridge. So. And then some. I, if these rumors are true, I'm, I, I, hope it, I hope they kind of are true, because I would really enjoy that, actually. If it's true, I would definitely be, this would probably be the first console I ever bought on drop. Probably be yet another thing I don't get. <laughs> Brian, you know what? Honestly, if Anthony gets it, you have to get it. I almost had to be like, I, when we were talking about video games, I was like, maybe I shouldn't even be on the call. 
Yeah. Brian, you just sit there and maintain levels. <laughs> Brian can be the one that learns things. Yeah, so we're going to need a whole lot of... Oh, oh wow. I'll be to the me. doctor. I'll be the one who asks questions, and I'm, I'm the stand-in for the audience to learn about games. Which one, Okay, so Anthony, in that case, which one of us gets to be quippy? Anthony, in that case, which one of us gets to be quippy and sarcastic towards the companion? Uh, you, can, you can be quippy and sarcastic. <laughs> okay, so you're just the one that flirts with him. Oh, yeah, I can flirt. <laughs> so, but yeah, so... Uh, what were some of like some of the games you remember most from like your early gaming time, uh, Anthony? I was like, who the fuck are you talking to? I meant to say your name. Hush up. But now talk. Uh, like I said, the Mario Star Tropics. Um, there's some other ones. I'll go. I'll go a little later than when I was just a kid. So the NES was my first console, but the first like big time console that I got when it first came out was the Nintendo 64. Uh, oh, I had that. Yes. I had, sorry. Uh, On my list of games, I had the 64. <laughs> yeah, my dad got that for me for Christmas when it first came out. Uh, fucking were, the shit out of, out of Ocarina of Time. Oh, man, that one was so good. I 100% completed that multiple times. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved Ocarina of Time. Oh, it's like just it's a classic game. Sitting, yeah, sitting on the N64 for a second, I was the best at Mario Kart 64. Everyone says they're the best. No one's the best. I played four households worth of people, and I did not lose. Yeah, I'm sure there's someone out there who would kick your fucking ass, and he's probably 12 years old. Probably. He's a 12-year-old Korea. He's a, he's a country. No, I'm a sure. a kid in Korea. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, he's probably... Fuck up. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, I guarantee there is somebody out there that could kick my ass. Oh, yeah. You know what? As of right now, I do awesome. I, I, I played awesome. the hell. Making a little awesome note to enroll to enroll Michael in the Mario Kart tournament because he's the the best in the world. So I am not the best in the world, but I am very good. I am very good, and I would like. I actually would like to to try a tournament and actually try my skills because I do think I'm pretty good at it. I know there's. I guarantee there's a lot of people that are probably better than me, but I I I do think I'm pretty good at it. I loved in, in Mario Kart 64. I loved the the I think eight. When it came out on the Wii, I played the wild. I borrowed the one that came out on the Wii U, and I played it with a friend who had a Wii U, and I did pretty okay with that one. Okay, I'll so see. that's fine. That's fine. You I do want to try that one though. Um, for N sixty, like, what's one of your favorite obscure games for the N sixty four? Because I'm really curious because I, there was actually some good obscure games for the sixty four. Yeah. Paper Mario. That wasn't obscure. I don't know. I'm, I'm naming things that I know about the N64. And that was... <laughs> I was like, Paper Mario was fucking huge. That was Ryan, massive. Brian shows how little he knows about it. <laughs> you know, it was actually kind of an obscure game on the 64, and I was surprised to find out it was kind of obscure, was the first Torok, the Dinosaur Hunter game. That one did not get a lot of good press, and it did not get a lot of play, but I, I played it. I thought it was pretty good. I didn't play the first one. I think I played the second one, when you had like that, uh, that what was that gun? Everyone loved the gun where it bored into people's brains. So yeah, that one was fun. And then again, there's everybody's all-time super mega favorite game that nobody... Any, if anybody said they never played this game, they didn't own an N64. James Bond, 007, Goldeneye. Yeah, like who didn't play that? Brian. Brian. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I went to parties. I went to parties where we played it. <laughs> Did you did you do whatever what a lot of what I... At least I know what I did, which was whenever you find a bad guy, you shoot him right in the crotch. I think so. I all I know is that we played we we would play the split screen thing, and whoever lost whoever whoever um, whoever won everyone else had to take a drink. 
Oh, that was a big game. Yeah, you were you were an adult. That's right. We did that when I was in high school. I I think I may have been in high school Unless when we did it, or after high school. I don't know when the game came out. I was in seventh grade when it came out, but when I was in high school, we we, we played that game with it because me and my friends loved it. We kept our N64s out just to play that game, and it was uh, for when we played it. It was every time you got a kill. You took a drink. I didn't get good at shooter games until I played Unreal Tournament. Yeah. I I was not good at GoldenEye. I got really good at Unreal Tournament. I was... Unreal Tournament's a fun one to get good at. I was okay at James Bond. I loved when we did the cheats and you could do double wielding of the the big silver magnums. That was always (laughs) fun. But I loved playing the levels and just finding bad guys and shooting them right in the crotch because it was the only game I saw where they actually writhed in pain before they died. I I would say a game that I thought that maybe it's obscure i don't know if it's actually it's probably not actually obscure um i really like majora's mask you know it that one was a little bit obscure but it did very it did well even though it had massive glitches in it well here's um, the thing. i say it's obscure it's not obscure it's actually a really popular game i'm gonna say it's obscure in the sense that it was outshined greatly by its predecessor you know Ocarina. Of Time. well That's the zelda game right you know what there was one person i think we should have had a guest on here today who is actually a as the Zelda aficionado is a good friend of ours. I'm going to, I'm going to drop his name. His name is Craig Jensen. He's, he is a Zelda aficionado. Well, let's note his name and we'll do an entire episode about Zelda. I mean, that, that or, at least do a, or at least do one on uh, video game sagas because he would be a very good guest to have on. I think he would enjoy being on and he knows a lot of details about Majora's mask and things they did and didn't do when they brought it to the 3ds. I have on the 3ds. It's very good on the 3DS. He'll tell you what glitches they did and did not fix. So yeah, they, they actually specifically left certain ones in because uh, people liked them. It was just such a seminal part of the game. Yeah, so we'll, we'll we will definitely uh, be coming back. We'll cover sagas or something, and and we will try and get him as a guest, and that'll be actually a lot of fun because he would be somebody really good to talk to. He has a very good passion for a lot of the topics that we have covered and we will cover, and I, I think he'd be someone good to bring in. My prediction for that episode. Zelda 1, Brian talks about it. Zelda 2, Brian talks about it. Rest of the series, Brian doesn't know anything. <laughs> Brian is silent. <laughs> so, but yeah, so the N64, uh, I'm sorry I took you on that little segue but uh, for the N64, but... You, you can continue on with what we were talking about a little bit ago. And then I had the PS2. Um, I got that also when it first came out. I didn't get that until a year before the three dropped. Right before a year. Yeah. And that was one. That was actually the one my dad played the most. My dad played NASCAR on that one a ton. And he was basically a picker chief. He had notebooks for car setups for tracks. I was telling you about that yeah, a couple episodes ago. That, yeah. Um, uh, I loved the Final Fantasy X on that one. That was oh man, first like, time I ever saw Final Fantasy. That, that was that was amazing. Like ten almost became almost became my favorite Final Fantasy just because of graphics and the fact that they actually spoke. I also played seven on the PS2 because it, you know it was reverse compatible. So I, yeah, well, yeah, the original PS2s were reverse compatible. The second gens of the PS2s they changed the read the the read eye 
the laser eye for the reader. Yeah, they changed they, the companies actually changed it to a different company to put them in the system. And when they did that, they lost reverse compatibility with it. Yeah, which was uh, I don't know, whatever. Because it was supposed to be like a double lens read la- reading laser for the system, and so it could read the older discs. But the new one was, a, was supposed to be like a single read, I think, or something like that. No, nobody quote me on this, but that's why they lost uh, reverse compatibility. My brother had a PS2. I really liked playing Devil May Cry. Oh, Devil May Cry was an amazing. I loved all of them. Uh, everybody craps on on the middle ones. Uh, everybody crapped on two and complained about three, but I loved them. I thought there oh, were... there were sequels. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, and they're not in chronological order either. No, they're not. I think if I remember right, it goes for the original ones, not the the redo that they just did. It go. I think in chronological order. I believe it's. It goes two, one, three. Four. People at home might be noticing the same thing. I really like RPGs. <laughs> yeah, actually, what that actually leads me to a question I had. What is uh like actually your favorite kind of games to play? Like what genre really? It definitely probably RPGs. I really enjoy RPGs. I, I really enjoy them too. I'm I I think I'm I'm torn between uh, shoot 'em ups and RPGs. I'm between RPG and adventure. There are some good adventure games out there. There really yeah, are. There are a lot of great adventure games, and there are also a lot of great RPG adventure games. If if Brian ever played Skyrim, we probably never speak to him. We he we would lose him completely. He'd be gone forever. He would be done. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right up there in games I would stay away from. Just, <laughs> there's a lot of those. I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about WoW in a bit. Yeah, WoW will be WoW's coming up. I, I believe so. But um, you know, when it comes to RPGs, you, you know, there's the all-time classic. Pretty, pretty much, you know, if, if you like RPGs, you've at least touched this game, and most likely inappropriately, uh, the Final Fantasy series. Yeah. What was the first Final Fantasy you played, Anthony? Uh, it, actually, it was ten. Ten was your first. Was your first go around with the series? Ten. Did you play any of the Final Fantasies, Brian? One and two. You played one and two. Yeah, my first exposure was Final Fantasy one on the NES. My my best friend Dwayne, he owned it, and I watched him do a playthrough on it, and then I borrowed it, and I did a playthrough on it. I loved it. And then years later, he goes, hey, I found this game. It says it's Final Fantasy VII. And I was like, where's two through six? <laughs> I, <laughs> know, right? I had no idea, but it was they. those were actually an obscurity through. They did... They did two on the on the NES, and then the re- the majority of them were on the Super Nintendo, and then they jumped to PlayStation. Yeah, I remember going the, to the 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 ones, the, the ones that didn't happen, the ones that we didn't see, came out in Japan. Yes. Yeah, there were there were some that came out in Japan. Yeah, so the ones that came out in Japan, we didn't actually didn't see a lot of them for a long time. I think our six was actually their number four. Or something like that. The numbers were the, the timing. The, the t- numbers were off for a long time. I'm sure there's a listener out there that knows a lot more about Final Fantasy than we do. That can that can fill in the gaps. We're not a facts podcast. We're an entertainment podcast. Yeah. So if you want to facts check us, just go ahead and write into our Facebook page or one of our Twitters or the main Twitter for the for the podcast. Which Anthony? That is again. It's uh, Nerd Podcast Radio. It's at Nerd Podcast Radio. Did you finally get it to be at Nerd Podcast Radio? I thought uh, that was too much. Yeah, it's been like that. Okay, cool. Oh, I'm very happy oh, about that. Oh, the little, oh, the mini Twitter. The, the Twitter. Wasn't it at Nerdcast Radio? At Nerdcast, yeah. At Nerdcast Radio. 
yeah. radio. Well, hopefully that's right. Awesome. <laughs> so, but then the, the one that came out really big and was like made this giant wave in the world of gaming and kind of actually made the setup for gaming for a long time, like it, it set the standard for RPGing was Final Fantasy VII. Uh, well, I wouldn't say it set the setting for RPGs because there's a lot of RPGs that like influenced Seven way before. This is true, but a lot of after Seven came out, a lot of people followed that anti-hero setup, and it almost became formulaic how to set up a game for an RPG. There was a game that I like, I love to play it, and so many people crap on it, but I loved it. It was it was it, it was my Final Fantasy. It was Legend of the Dragoon, and it followed Dragoon. I haven't played it, but I've heard I've heard nothing but good things about it. I've heard every time I mention it, I, it gets it gets shit on really bad. That's and I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was an amazing game. My friend Dwayne was the one who introduced me to it. I bought my copy. I played it. I loved it. We both like. He's like he was for a long time. He's the only other person I knew that liked it. It's one I've never heard of before. What was it like? It was a similar world to final to the final fantasy 7 but there was no there was really no machines it was almost full straight fantasy and there were the and you follow the main character named dart see i and, think i would have liked that more because the thing i i i didn't like final fantasy i wasn't a fan of it i didn't like the whole mixing sci-fi with fantasy thing it it, it didn't float my boat back then i love mixing sci-fi and fantasy i do I, I enjoy it to a degree because some people do make it to where it's it doesn't bleed well. But this one was pretty much all fantasy, and your main character's name was Dart. And the whole thing is you're collecting these people and these abilities of, to become these warriors known as dragoons, and they each were based on an element. And it was just great. We the being the dragoons was awesome. The last fight was really good. It was also the only. PS1 game I saw that actually had voice acting in it. Um, that I saw. You know, I'm, I think I'm, right, though. That might be one of the only... That might be one of the few... There were very few that did voice acting, but that was really the only, like, RPG one that I saw that had it. Um, we always did make fun of at the end, me and my friend, because at the end, you, you when you save basically your love interest and there's a massive explosion you hear her scream but her scream is monotone she's it goes boom and she goes ah <laughs> <laughs> and i looked at my friend and i went yeah that's where they ran out of budget <laughs> like uh we can't pay the sound actress anymore uh just pick some uh tech person Can you okay i gotta write that one down because i want to watch people play that it, Legend it's, of the Dragoon. Watching people playing, but not actually playing. I. That's what I'm. That's what. That's what I'm all about. He's king of the let's play. Okay, you know what? Here, then I'm gonna say this because we're on the the topic of RPGs. There's a game I'm saying you must play. You cannot watch people play this. You have to play this. Which one is it? And it doesn't require a very complicated PC to play it. And Mike, Brian, both of you can play this. Fucking Undertale. Undertale. Oh, Undertale. Fucking play it. You have talked about Undertale a lot in our in our well, not on the show, but just in general when in our talkings. Uh, mind giving a for anybody who might not know what it is. Uh, can you bring it? Can you you know punch it up? Give it a good sale. Uh, to do this about spoiling is so fucking hard because it's one of those games where if I say fucking anything, it spoils. Why don't you spoil it? I don't care. Do you care, uh, Michael? Oh no, no. Uh, he's not. already spoiled it for me. Actually. Yeah, spoil the game. No, spoil I'm the not. game. I'm not spoiling. Spoil the game. I refuse to spoil. 
No, I refuse to spoil this one. Yes, there's. I'm not gonna spoil this one. Well, then we can't talk about it at all. That's fine. Um, I'll Undertale is a good. It's a game that's so good that Anthony refused to spoil it. He can't even talk about it. So it's a good game. Well, Take I'll our talk word about for it. it as best I can without spoiling. The no, 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 no. Shut up, Michael. Uh, no, no, no. It's one of those games. <laughs> the reason why I don't want to spoil it is because I, anyone listening, Michael and Brian, both you guys included, if you haven't played it, please. Fuck I'm going to watch a Let's Play of it if it's that story-based. Brian, shut the fuck up. You pissed me off. <laughs> play it. Yeah, let, no, we're going to do a Let's Play. It's good. Cool. So good. Soundtrack, it's a Steam game. How much is it? I, I think it's like 10 bucks. I can watch it for free. <laughs> I will not get the experience. Trust me, it's a great experience if you actually play it and you and you witness the things happening because you do some some certain things happen and you're like, oh shit, I didn't expect that from a game. Undertale. Okay, I will. It, I will be it, finding it. it. It fucks. It fucks you up mentally when it comes to like game mechanics and how a game works, like. There, are, especially people who played games for a long time, you'll do certain things in this game that you normally do in other games. That all of a sudden it's like, nope, that's not how you play this game. That is not how you play this game at all. It's one of the few games that I know of where you can play the entire game without killing anyone at all. Hey, Anthony. Yeah. That was a spoiler. That's technically a spoiler. Well, I got I got a Steam I got a Steam game I want to mention. This is what I've actually played. I haven't just watched people play it. I played it from beginning to end. I beat oh, it. Oh, he's actually played it. Let's hear it up. Magica. That sounds very familiar. You play a little wizard, and you can multiplay it with people. You all play these little wizards, and the whole point of the game is that it's a meta role playing game. Really? Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. gonna spoil the crap out of it. So, go ahead. Um, you play these little wizards, and you have to me- the. The, the neat little game mechanic for the spells is you have to memorize these, like, um, letter combinations to cast spells. And oh, you uh, literally yeah. learn them as you play. You, I mean, it's not like your character learns it and then you can do it. You learn these letter combinations, and if you experiment, you can figure out letter combinations to cast spells that you don't know yet. Huh. Um, but the meta part is, there. it's... The game doesn't take itself seriously at all. There's little jokes through the whole game. Like you run into someone with an exclamation point above their head and you're like thinking you get a quest and you talk to them and they're like, I need you to kill those rats over there. And you go kill the rats and you come back and they go, thank you. I wonder why I have this exclamation point above my head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it, it pokes fun at RPGs through the whole thing. There's lots of parody quests for different games. Undertale does this too. Oh, Undertale is similar to Magicka. But, you know, you could have said that. You could have talked about that aspect of it without spoiling it. This is true. This is very true. So a couple Steam games right there that just sound actually really good. Magicka. Okay. And Undertale, guys, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. The soundtrack alone. Magicka was a lot of fun. So I have have, have a deep, dark-seated secret that I have not told either of you. It's okay. You don't have Steam installed. That's not a dark secret, but that is true. (laughs) No, Final Fantasy VIII is my favorite Final Fantasy. That doesn't mean anything to me. Fine. (laughs) Uh, It's probably more of a dark secret to like some of the listeners because I mean that's fine if you like eight. Eight wasn't bad. There's so much hate for eight out there. You love it because of the fucking gun sword, don't you? That's not my main reason. 
Okay, I'm all about this game. What they have a, it's called a, they have a class of weapon and they're called a gun blade. And it's actually really awesome. The main character has one and it looks like a single-edged blade that but instead of having a guard, it has a revolver cylinder and a trigger and a hammer and then the handle and then the hilt. And his limb, one of his limit breaks is when he sla- as he starts slashing, and as he's slashing, he's pulling the trigger and shooting the gun. Okay. And it does more damage. Ryan doesn't know what a limit break is. A uh, limit break would be like a balance breaker in, on um, the anime high school D&D. It's like a super ability, right? It's a super. It's basically a super tech that you have to, that it builds up over time. I can postulate just about anything from meager <laughs> amounts of information. Yes. So, but it, it's, I like it. A lot of people are like, the storyline didn't make sense. I'm like, yes, it did. They were trying to stop people. And, but it was. Stop people? <laughs> well, that's what I do whenever people, I don't feel like getting into it. I just give it the most basic answer as possible, which is, yeah, they were just trying to stop people. Generic. But no, the main, the main storyline is you're trying to stop a sorceress from basically making your girlfriend into another sorceress so they can actually basically end the world. The whole point, it's its standard RPG plotline. It, it, it's a rehash story plotline, but there's a, a lot of good stuff between it. Uh, but I enjoyed it. Now, now, Final Fantasy introduced, like, turn-based combat into RPGs, right? Yeah. With, like, multiple yeah. characters? Because they already had turn-based combat, like, in Dragon Warrior. The original Dragon Warrior had that, but it wasn't multiple characters. No, it was just one-on-one. Yeah, I think Final Fantasy, like, 1 was the first first game to do that. I used to cheat at Dragon Warrior. How'd you do that? You go to the area where you can't, where you know there's a red dragon when you're really too level to fight it, and you just keep on fighting him until you get lucky, and you go up, like, five levels. That's, I wouldn't call that cheating. That's called grinding. That's a, that's an ultimate grind. That's well, back then it was back then that was, that probably could have been considered a cheat. It didn't take that long. It wasn't like you spent a whole day doing it because you could get lucky. So it was it was just an it was like an uber quick uh, level boost. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Grinding, just really quick grinding. That's pretty much how all like Japanese RPGs work these days. Is uh, just grind till you're at the right level. Pokemon was the ultimate level grind game. <laughs> that is one game I'm really sad that I missed out on. Find somebody that has an old that has has old cartridges and find a Game Boy. You you the original. Yeah, just get an emulator on your phone. What does Pokemon mean to you guys? What like the history of games? Was that an important game to you? Was it a game you liked playing? It was a very important game to me, actually. That was a very that was a very huge important game for me growing up. <laughs> I hear Anthony mumbling in the background, but I can't actually make out any words. Like he is just huge, big game, important. Okay, huge game. Uh, it, it, it formed a lot of things for me growing up. Pokemon is like it's it's. What was it? Somebody just tweeted to me this way. It was, uh, or I heard someone talk about it on a podcast. It is uh, a little kid's first RPG. Yeah. It, 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 a lot of kids, that was their first RPG when they were little. Um, it was it wasn't mine. I had done it already, but the concept of like it I was ten years old whenever I first played it. I came in late for the original sets. And so I watched it and it was a young kid traveling the world tra- basically traveling his world and training to and training to become a champion. For me that was that was right up my alley. I was thought this was cool. Plus it was monsters you can control. I do anything about that. 
shitty parents. Shitty parents. Like shitty parent. Not- his dad. No, no. Well, no. Shitty parents. Yeah, because his dad was gone. Yeah. Hey, ma. I'm gonna go travel the world to catch monsters. Why? By the way, I'm because like ten years street. old. Why are you doing that? Well, because our neighbor, our our old neighbor, said that I should. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Our our old our old man neighbor next door says you should just go <laughs> off the grass alone, and he'll follow you and teach you how to catch monsters. Nothing bad will ever happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not like he's the same guy that can't remember his own grandson's name. Yeah, what was his, what was his name? Asshole? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's my grandson's name, Asshole. Speaking, oh, speaking of all, all of the, making fun of, like, the names and stuff, um, read the online comic, uh, super effective. I need, I need some backstory real quick. What's up with the grand, the grandfather who called his grandson Asshole? <laughs> it's actually Professor Oak, the man who gives you your starter Pokemon and teaches you how to basically catch a Pokemon right off the bat. Well, your your childhood rival happens to be his grandson. And when he his grandson shows up, he goes, hey, oh, what's your like? Basically, he's like, what's your name again to his grandson? And you get to name his grandson. Technically, they, they give you three. They give you like I think it's like two or three set names that you could just pick from or you can make Gary, and something else. Yeah, it's Gary or Blue. Um, and in the games, they, they, they do naturally refer to him as Blue in some of the mangas and stuff. But like in the show, they named him Gary. And so but the, the, the last option is you can pick his name for him. And people, you know, they would laugh and be like, oh, I named him ass or I named him butts or I named OK, him- that makes more sense now. <laughs> but it's super effective. They, they play it up like he comes when you start your event in the comic, you're starting your adventure and he's like, oh, hey, how are you? And you're like, hi. And he goes, oh, there's my grandson. Oh, what was your name again? And he goes, Grandpa, it, it's me, Blue. I, I love you. What's what's going on? And he, and then also he just goes, oh, yeah, that's right. Hi, douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Which comic is this? I believe it's if I remember right, I haven't read it in about a year, but it's called Super Effective. Super Effective. Um, it's linked in through the VG Cats website. Okay. And I, it's it's hilarious. I love it because they also introduce a female trainer, and she picks the Bulbasaur, and she's like, they're messing or she's messing around with the Bulbasaur, and she goes, okay, enough playing around. It's time for us to to buckle down, train hard, and do lots and lots of drugs. And then she hinges the Bulbasaur's mouth open with her hand and foot, and just pours a crap ton of rare candy in his mouth, and then boom, it like he turns into bowl. Like also, he's like boom, and he's like this ripped like. Like he's this dude who's like ripped, muscular, yoked out guy when he just has the Bulbasaur pot on him, and then poof, he evolves. Oh my god! Into Ivysaur. It oh, was because there. in because in Pokemon you feed the Pokemon's candy to get them to evolve. Yeah, you, you give you a rare candy causes a Pokemon to go up one level, and if you give them enough rare candy at once, you can cause them to get to their evolution level. All right, so that makes Pokemon Go make a lot more sense to me now. Yep, that's why the the candies. See, I haven't played Pokemon, and I don't think I'm going to seek it out. I because I have played Pocket Mortys on my phone. Oh, I want to play that so bad. It's Pokemon, but with Rick and Morty humor. It's funny. It's I awesome. like it. It's a good game. It's, I want to I want to play that so bad because I I love Rick and Morty, and it looks so funny. You're collecting different versions of Morty. Yeah, making them fight. Yeah, it's awesome. I want to play it. You saw that one episode. It's a free download. Not much is stopping you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to get it. Uh, so, yeah, the, and that's fun. Pokemon, but yeah, like back to your original one, it, it was a very big deal for me. I'm actually going through again on uh, 
because I had I owned red, I borrowed blue, I owned yellow, and then I got silver. I never actually got to finish the original silver. Really? No, it got stolen from me. Gold was actually my favorite. I didn't care for the gold. I thought gold and silver were just great. They were my favorite. Um, Silver was my favorite. I love silver, but I never got to finish it because it got stolen. Well, silver is gold, like gold and silver. Yeah, but I I liked silver. To me, they had a couple better nuances than gold. But I have... (laughs) But I, I enjoyed silver and then I got soul silver for Christmas one year and I'm actually going back through it right now and it's actually a lot of fun I love it yeah that was Pokemon was definitely a and I also have childhood <laughs> I think I have and if I remember I have diamond and I played a quarter of the way through that and then I started playing soul silver and I have not gone back to diamond <laughs> I never played diamond it's Honestly, they, they just add a few more things like you. They, they play up the getting um, the pageant ribbons. They play that up a lot oh, really? in Diamond. Like you get your badges, but you can also win uh, the ribbons for basically putting your Pokemon in a dog show. Uh, that, was, that wasn't the best part of Pokemon. So, but Soul Silver is great. So, you know, honestly... I, we, I think with how much we've gone on with this, we have covered a pretty much everything we can about Pokemon right now. I mean, it could probably be its own topic. Oh, please, so. no. <laughs> no, at all, almost. <laughs> so, but yeah, that it was good. We're going we're gonna to leave it at that. We, and, we talked about we talked about all the different consoles. We never got to Xbox or Xbox 360. We know they get better from there. I really want to talk about PC games, so I have one game to talk about. <laughs> well, game. that's good. So uh, actually, yeah, let's go ahead and skip to PC because you both are basically technically master race. So let's go ahead and uh, go ahead and talk and jump to the game you want to talk about, Brian, for the PC. Well, it's no secret that I'm a big fan of Diablo three. Um, good game. Season seven just started and I've been I just capped out a character and I've been grinding along. It's 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 been fun for those listening. My my battle tag is pound Drezzy 1249 D.R.E.Z.I. 1249. I'll put it on the Facebook page. Um, and I am currently playing a demon hunter that I'm running through um, that I'm I don't know. I'm working on a set that I can't remember the name of. It's the it's the multi-shot set, set that you get for free for doing the season. Um, so for those who don't know, Diablo 3 is a adventure top-down grinding game where there is a story. But once you finish the story, basically the game is just completing quests and grinding and getting material and getting better gear and getting better gear and trying to get better and better. And they have a new season every few months. That lets you start a character from scratch and try to get it as high and as powerful as you can before the end of the season so you can compare it on the leaderboards to other characters. That's awesome, actually. It's gotten a lot better since the expansion. Um, When Reaper of Souls came out, they added so much more content to the game that lets it become replayable. Before that, you played the story and then you were done. Well, I know in the – I don't remember if it's pre or post – expansion but they had a monk class that actually did keystroke combos on the keyboard 
Um, I, I think I think all the classes do keystroke combos. Well, that like back whenever they were first announcing it, like this was supposed to be like his unique thing, and they were and I watched his the uh, preview videos for the monk, and he looked amazing. Yeah, they it um it's still it's still part of it. Um, there's abilities that you can chain off of each other with the monk more than the other classes. Uh, nice. My only experience with the uh, with the game is uh, I played the beta. That was it. I actually haven't played it since the beta. Oh, it's that's right. That's so you were much in better. The, that's right. You were in the beta, yeah. and you said you liked it. I liked it. It was a fun game. I mean, nothing wrong with it. I like playing uh, the witch doctor. I've been playing. I've been playing since Diablo one, and I love every single version of the game. Diablo two was probably a better game than diablo 3 diablo 3 is fun but i think diablo 2 was probably a better game i never played diablo 1 i dabbled in 2 and i I still want to play 3 i have never got a chance to play 3 3 has gotten a lot better well there's a little bit of conspiracy going on with diablo 2 that's with diablo 3 that's all over the internet right now that's really cool so when blizzcon comes out for certain users they send out these goodie bags to people that have their tickets to blizzcon yeah. And I, I think it's to like VIPs, but it's probably to like anybody who gets a certain kind of ticket. Well, one of the goodies this year was a dice bag filled with um, role playing game dice, polyhedral dice. Oh, man. And they're Diablo. They're Diablo three themed. But this is where the conspiracy comes into play. There's a D4 with the set. Yeah. And on the D4, every single D4 was misprinted. So when you roll a one on the D4, there's three faces on the one that have there's two faces on the one on the die that have one on it. And the third face has a four on it. And it's a misprint on every single one. Well, oh, so in the one position, there's a four on one of the faces. Yeah. So it's one, one, four or eleven four, which would be the day BlizzCon's coming. So a lot of people think that they're going to be announcing Diablo four at blizzcon because they snuck that in that is uh, that's actually really that wouldn't shock me. would not shock me at all that would not be shocking at all that's actually a pretty good conspiracy to yeah, be actually put, play out as a legit the theory hint, they'd put the hint on a d4 yeah the fact that it's on a d4 and it ha- and it comes out to the date of blizzcon i think they're going to be dropping it i think they it's mi- going to be they misprinted be... every single one yeah I, I can understand one or two or maybe even 50 <laughs> but all of them <laughs> like it, it means something completely yeah it's i don't think it's a mistake at all i i, I i'm i'm kind of against it i was actually hoping they'd announce an expansion because i don't want to have to buy a new graphics card yeah you'll have to buy a new one i guarantee it because i'm at the absolute limit of what i can play right now anything new i basically can't play it you're pushing the limits of your system yeah i'm i have the absolute minimum for diablo 3 and that's an older game now yeah. well and it's still pushing it Dang, that's out there. So, what other what what other games do you guys like for PC? Um, for PC, I actually used to play the uh, what's the thing with the stuff and the thing. Uh, I'm having trouble thinking of it right now. Anthony, you go first. Um, if we're gonna be talking about Blizzard, I really enjoy Overwatch. That game is the shit. I haven't tried that yet, but I, I hear a lot of good things about Overwatch. Pretty game. You guys should play that one too. I can't. No, you can't. I'm sorry, Brian. Yeah, I'm, I don't have the requirements. Not yet, anyway. Um, for those of you out there who maybe don't know Overwatch, to which I go, uh, are you living under a fucking rock? Um, 
it is a game, a multiplayer-only game of 6v6 um, first-person shooter, basically. And there's all these different characters. They're like, it's kind of being called a uh, hero shooter game. That's that's the name of the genre, it's hero shooter. It was popularized by the game... Um, fuck, what, what's that? Um, it's a Valve game. Isn't it a lot like Team Fortress? Team Fortress, yes, yes. It was the the idea is popularized by Team Fortress, uh, which was dominating the genre for the longest time. Surprisingly, nobody decided to challenge. Them. Well, it was really fun. I played Team Fortress. It was but, really good. Um, and then Blizzard was like, "We're gonna make a game like that," and it's a good game. Like, I really enjoy it. I really like the characters. They're very entertaining. Uh, they're doing something very different. In that the story of Overwatch is not in the game itself at all. Like, the game does not show you any story whatsoever. You're not going to get any story from the game. Um, the story is being released via, like, comic books, uh, comic series online, and YouTube videos. That's where you get the story. Oh, wow, that's actually really cool. Uh, that was, like, a big thing for Blizzard, because I, I bet you it was hard for them to release a game that doesn't have lore within the game. Because their yeah. lore in their games is a big deal to them. And, and yeah, it is. And if you keep up with the lore, it's really funny. Uh, the game does not make sense when you include lore because obviously it's like it's my team of six versus your team of six, and everyone's picking random characters. So like people who aren't friendly with each other can totally end up on the same team, and so it, it gets a little strange at times. When and the same character can play against each other. Yeah, which is also equally weird. Can you have dupes on the That's same team? Uh, yep. People do that all the time where they play just a whole team of one particular character, and it's fucking annoying, actually. Wow. Uh, on Okay, I used to play Guild Wars. I want to play Guild Wars 2. Uh, but also, the big one for me for a long time, I haven't played it in forever, though, was League of Legends. I stopped playing League of Legends shortly after I got into the um, competitive scene because... Nothing crushes your spirit more than competitive League of Legends. I didn't like it. I really didn't like League of Legends. I enjoyed it. It was good. But like Anthony said, the competitive scene, is it's really harsh. Well, I uh, played League of Legends after I played Heroes of the Storm. And I loved Heroes of the Storm. And then I played League of Legends and I was like, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like how people who have played the game longer are rewarded. I understand why people would like that if they're willing to devote the effort into it and the money into it to really like work hard to get all the to get their their player level up and get all the different um, things that make you more powerful. But I don't find it very fair to new casual players. No, you're right. It's not actually fair. Well, yeah, but it's not that hard to get to max level and to get the runes. And it's not like it's complete. It's not like it's totally complicated or difficult. But it does add that barrier to where it's going to take you a while to catch up if you are starting out. I like Heroes of the Storm, and people down people people who are really into League talk down on Heroes of the Storm and call it a baby's game because when you play Heroes of the Storm, it's all based on that game. There's no out of game leveling. Yeah, it's just like, how are you doing this particular game? There's I actually also no items within the game. Yep, and uh, item builds is like build. the biggest thing in League of Legends. It's like you got to have your item build correct, or else you're going to get fucked up. It like what items you buy is so important, and it's 
fucking complicated. Like, that game gets real fucking complex real fucking quick. So, I stopped playing because it's just... I got to the point where, okay, so I think I got to, like, Silver 2 in the ranked. Um, and I was getting really fucking stressed out. I was thinking about it outside of the game. Like, at work, I was like, shit, how can I do this? How can I improve my game here? How can I? And I was like, I am thinking way too much about a fucking video game. I am stressing out about a video game. I'm like... I need to stop playing. And it stresses you out because the people in that game, especially in the competitive scene, are so fucking piece of shit toxic. God, they're terrible. They're they're insanely toxic in that game. And I was talking to somebody, Anthony and I used to work with about it, and it was actually kind of funny. He's all... He he goes. Our A class players here in America are basically the C class, or actually the C class players in Korea. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still watch the competitive scene. Like uh, the LCS will be starting soon, and I'm gonna watch that. Like I still like to watch the competitive scene, like I would any sport. Like I watch League of Legends professionally, like I would football or soccer or anything like that. Because um, to me, it is it's very cool to watch these people who are very good at it play and. The shit they do and how dedicated they are to it is amazing. Yeah, it's it, it's pretty insane. I mean, and these are and these people dedicate this much time to it, and they're not even competitive playing. I yeah, want to plug my favorite league str- Twitch streamer real quick. Go ahead, Wayward Drunk. Wayward Drunk. Wayward Drunk, just spelled out like that. He's my absolute favorite streamer. I love watching him play. He says funny stuff. What does he normally stream? League. He, oh. he streams League? Yeah, normally. Sometimes Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, uh, good Lord. Just for fun. Just for something a little different. If we're going to plug uh, League streamers, I'll, I'll go ahead and say uh, Spazzy. Spazzy's pretty fun. Uh, SP4ZY. I mean, this is coming from the guy who doesn't like League, and then I say I watch people play it. Well, it's a fun game to watch. It's <laughs> extremely fun to watch. It's the football for nerds. Yeah, Unless you're a nerd into football. It's extremely, extremely <laughs> fun to watch. I like football. And the high level of technical skill involved in it. It's just not for me. I don't have that fucking kind of time. And I just can't deal with the shit people. Um, seriously, Riot, get your community under control. Because they're going to like they're gonna ruin you. They're going to kill you. I also don't like individual XP. I like in Heroes of the Storm that it's all team XP. So it, encur- it encourages more group play. I really like that. Have I, you, I have think you all good. seen the game Paragon? No. Uh, yes. Uh, I. Mm. That is a fun game to watch. It's um third person MOBA. Huh. With uh with card mechanics. Really good graphics. It's just awesome. I mean, you can play the big hulking monster that throws rocks at other guys, and it looks and like fire breathing dragons and stuff. And you're all third person. It's you know, I find it strange that you're like you're like poo poo on league because new players can't get into it, but you like Paragon, and Paragon has that like death mechanic thing. I've never played it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've only watched people play Paragon it. Paragon has like this death mechanic, and you have to get like good cards to good, and sometimes it's really hard to do that. Yeah, it has items too. Well, unless the items are the cards. Uh, oh wow! Understand that, huh? Yeah, I watch um, most of the time. I, I pretty much watch everything that TGN Squadron does, and they they just started doing some Paragon. Oh, really? And a lot of Pokemon oh. Go. They do a lot of Pokemon Go videos too. Really? Yeah. Huh. I, I well, I got into them because of Heroes of the Storm. I don't even play Heroes of the Storm anymore. I I was really having a lot of fun playing it, and then 
at one point I realized that I was having more fun watching people play it than play it, so I just stopped playing it. <laughs> okay, that that's actually pretty funny. I, it happens to me all the time. Like, I don't play Hearthstone anymore, but I watch people play it all the time. Speaking of competitive games and uh, and the sort, um, CSGO, I'm sure you guys have heard of that, right? What is it? CSGO? Counter-Strike Go? Counter-Strike Go. I thought you were talking about Nintendo. No, Counter-Strike Go. Counter-Strike Go? Yes. I've heard of Counter-Strike. Yeah, well, Counter-Strike Go is like the, the, the newest. It's, it's the new one. Um, so that's that's like a really big competitive game. Uh, I'm guessing you guys have did not hear about the controversy around CSGO. No. The controversy? Yes, the controversy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speaking like a good old Brit today. Um, wow, that was not a British accent at all. <laughs> what is the controversy around yeah, CSGO? Yeah, what is it? Um... There is these YouTubers who were um, basically basically condoning and being a part of a gambling thing that had to do with CSGO. Um, so here's here's what happened. CSGO has these gun skins, and some of these skins are really popular, and you get them from you know loot drops, whatever. That's how they make their money. Um, and there were third-party websites that you could sell these skin. Uh, you could sell these skins for in-game credit on Steam, uh, not actual money, but you could sell for in-game credit on Steam. But then there were other sites where you could sell the the Steam credits for money uh, at a at a reduced cost, obviously. Um, and so there are these gambling sites where you could gamble your CS:GO skin against other people's CS:GO skins. Huh. Okay. Do you see where this is starting to become a problem? Right. Yeah. yeah. It, it happened with Diablo 3 when they used to have a real money auction house. So That's, wow. There were these uh, YouTubers who were like, Hey guys, check out this new gambling site that I just saw. It's really cool. Wow. And they would like do videos of them gambling. and like, oh my god, I just won this skin. Super amazing, guys. Wow, that thing's worth like, if I do this, 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 worth like $1,000. <laughs> Let me guess, it was sponsored content? Um, no, worse. <laughs> They own the fucking gambling company. Oh, God. Oh, whoa. Owners. That's... Whoa. Uh, super fucking illegal. Super fucking illegal. Yeah, holy hell. that That's not good at all. So now there's these people filing a class action lawsuit against Valve. Um, whoa. It's... In-game, in-game currency, when it can be transferred into real money in any way, is awful. Because it can encourage slave labor. It can encourage all sorts of stuff. Well, the fact that, you know, like a lot of these people who watch, like specifically these YouTubers, a lot of people who watch these YouTubers are fucking children. Yeah. Um, I, that they're, they're not fucking children. <laughs> Rephrase that. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I see it now. They, Rephrase that, please. <laughs> their viewers are a lot of children. And the gambling sites... The the minimum age is seventeen. <laughs> this just in: Anthony exposes pedophiles in the YouTube industry. <laughs> oh, please don't do that. Uh, like, Who goes away first? <laughs> I, was, I was hurting their character. <laughs> no, but no, there's something like that in WoW too. There, that's a, a lot of people that hire gold and material farmers. It's considered slave labor because um, uh, they're. A few years ago, I remember reading an article. I, I think it was a mom and pop site, though, stating that there was a lot of people 
selling their time on WoW to get their subscriptions paid for. Yeah. I freaking love WoW. I love WoW. I watch a lot of people playing WoW because I can't play it. I have to stay away from that game. And you will lose everything that is Brian if you if you play it. Oh, it's so much fun to watch. And it doesn't it's weird that it doesn't tempt me to play it. I just I get my my I get my juice from watching people play every once in a while and it's not like I'm sitting for hours at a time watching. I'll just find a let's play that I like and watch that one. Keep yeah. up with it every week. Well, I, well, it's happened. We we fall into talking about WoW. We were, I was trying to avoid it because this is a uh, this Why will is probably we're going to talk about it eventually. I, I wasn't going to let you skip it because I wanted to bring it up. It's an addictive <laughs> game. It can be. For people. It, it is. Uh, there's people that will lose that lose days and weeks easily just playing it. I mean, heck, Felicia Day was so addicted to WoW that she made a show about her addiction to WoW. Right. Well, yeah, she actually came up with uh, the show, The Guild. It, it was her idea that she came up with whenever she was trying to kick playing Go because her brother started playing it and said, hey, you should play this game. And she did. And she said she lost a good year, year and a half of her life to just playing WoW. Yeah, I, I probably lost. I probably lost a lot of time. To watch. No, I mean, like she was playing almost day in, day out. People wouldn't see it, like stop seeing her. And that, then that was my dad. That, that for sure was my dad. That was him. And then when she finally kicked it, she came up with the idea to do the guild, and that's how the guild came out. And there is a sixth season. I just watched it. It was really good, and I think it's the end of the series because I think this one came out two years ago. Guild season six. I'll have to check that out. It's really good. Um, like a little bit of like tip on it is like it's her working at for the game. Never mind. I saw it. Yeah, that's yeah. the sixth season. Yeah. Okay. And so I like, that was the last one. It looks like it because the way how she closes out the final episode makes it seem that way. It was a good show. That was a good show. I loved it. I loved all the characters. They were great. I just think it's amazing how much of WoW has changed since Vanilla, since it came out. Uh, yeah, there's so it's so different now. I mean, they literally had a dragon destroy a good portion of the world. There's a whole uh, area of the world that I remember grinding in that's now flooded. That was a shitty expansion. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting. I didn't really care for that one that much. I actually loved the Lich King expansion. The Lich King expansion was the last good expansion. I really loved that one, but the the dragon one was okay. Legion looks like it's going to be good. Legion looks like it'll be good, I hope, but I hope they don't make the same mistakes they did with uh, Warlords of Draenor. Well, the biggest mistake with Warlords was the content just ran out too quick, right? Well, they bled content out constantly on Draenor. Well, okay, so here's the thing. The leveling experience with Draenor was one of the best. Um, going through the leveling and re and seeing all the stories and everything like that was great. I liked, I loved leveling in Draenor better than I did Lich King. And then after you were done leveling, it was like, what the fuck now? They didn't have it a was... lot of dungeons. They weren't very good dungeons. The rating was meh. And then the, uh, the fucking, the garrisons, which were supposed to be a really cool part of the thing, was just like it made it to where you didn't even have to raid. You could just send your little garrison buddies off to go get raid gear for you, and you didn't even have to raid. And I was like, "What? Why? Why do I play them? No purpose. I didn't have to play." What was the expansion that gave you the Kung Fu Pandas? Uh, uh, Miss Pandera. Miss Pandaria. I didn't play anything, any of the any of that expansion, or anything, but it looked cool because you actually got a Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, it was a sh that was a shit. Expansion. I I love how they directly like. Are parodying the movie by creating that. Yeah, the the drop trailer though, where it's the panda fighting an orc, I think it was. 
I, I, I remember the, the panda doing kung fu and I thought it was great. I think it's really cool that they have a race that can be played in either faction. That, that part, was the best part yeah, about that was the Pandarans. Oh, you could do that? You can have them yeah. do either Horde or Alliance? Yeah, they're That's neutral. The point where, you picked, where your character picked which side they picked, they decided to go on. Oh, that's really cool. I am I am all for that. And you can play goblins now. Yeah, that's right. I heard about I heard goblins are playable. Yeah. Um the have you guys heard about the vanilla movement? No. Um a bunch of people have been really pushing Blizzard to open a vanilla server. They're not going to. I, I wish they would. I they won't dedicate a server to to, to, van- to vanilla play. That would be a good thing. They've already come out and said that they're not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, but it'd be cool if they did. It hasn't stopped. For some people. I mean, even like big influential people with Blizzard to be asking for it. I mean, it's it's, it's wanted. It's like how far back do you go? Because some people really think that vanilla wasn't their best, but um, but their best time was when they did um Outlands, and I'd probably agree with them on that one. You uh, do it like seasonal in Diablo, where you start with vanilla, and then every um every like year you add an expansion to it. So it's like people can have that experience of the expansions coming out that okay. you get it when the games came out. That's actually pretty awesome. Yeah, I think that's a great idea because right now you have a giant mishmash and you have the ability to pay to get a level 100 character. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I do think I do think Legion will be – I think it will be good. I will be good. I'll probably resub for Legion, level up again, and then like never play again. <laughs> That's what I do every time a new expansion comes out. I have to say I would have lost interest in a lot quicker if I could have done that back in the day because I had to grind so hard just to get to level 40. Oh, yeah. It, it, yeah, it was always really hard to grind up. And back then, there weren't a lot of quests. It, it, you you really, the only way to level up was by grinding. You couldn't just do quests to level. And now there's so many quests in the game that you can. You can just go to quest areas and cap out just by doing quests. You don't have to do as much grinding. Yeah, you can level up before finishing the story. Okay, guys, guys, I, I have to do a small interjection here because uh, I just saw something. Uh, Hook 25th Anniversary is this year and they have a cast picture of the lost boys everybody looks kind of a bit like themselves but they look horribly horribly aged yeah except rufio he looks a little doughier but at the same time i'm like yeah you're rufio was he in the law lo- oh the lost boys from hook i thought you were yeah. talking about the movie about the vampires no 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 the oh good lord keith Sutherland does not look anything like he did before <laughs> oh no i saw that already rufio looks exactly like he did he didn't he, he looks like he spent all that time in Never Neverland. Yeah, seriously, that's what I'm saying. Well, isn't Rufio the guy who also did Sokka's voice in Avatar? I have no idea. I'm going to have to look that up soon, soon because I, I think he is because they sound very similar. But everybody else is like, yeah, we grew up. Rufio's like, not me. Stayed on the island, bitches. That's pretty cool. Yeah, sorry. I had to interject that because I just saw that. So, oh, good Lord. Sorry. That was a, a bad segue. That's so. A- but we're talking about games that we like and we respect and things we love. I want to know, what is the worst game one of you guys have played? Anthony? Um, worst game I've played? Are we talking like worse, like it was just bad or worse than like it was the biggest disappointment? Uh, kind of actually both. Like you were really disappointed when you played it and it had problems. Fuck, man. That's... You know, the reason why this is hard is because... I do a lot of research before I buy a game. Like, I watch a lot of these YouTube videos. Okay, well, since you – okay, on yeah. that basis then, the one that, you know, 
had problems because it seems like you wouldn't buy a game that because of your research you wouldn't buy a game so you wouldn't really be disappointed so let's go with you know the game uh go with a game that you know gave you problems you had problems with like and, and for bad wise um how about you skip me for a little bit I'm anthony doesn't buy bad games yeah he, he just, reads all the reviews and everything hey, before brian, he even does it hey brian bad game i'll just think about uh, it castlevania 2 because it's a real big disappointment for it you. It just changed everything way too much. It turned Castlevania into a role-playing game. And it, it really broke your heart. Yeah, Castlevania 3 redeemed itself, and it was amazing. But Castlevania 2 was just hugely disappointing. Oh. I had the same feeling with, with Super Mario 2. Because it didn't feel like a real sequel. And it wasn't. It was a whole different game that they had made into Super Mario 2 in the U.S. But yeah, it was a, it, in Japan, it's its own standalone game. Yeah, and it's it true. was still a Mario game, but it was a it was a standalone game, and true. we didn't get the real Super Mario two. They didn't release it here. That's true. You have to special order it. You had to special order it from Japan to get it. Yeah, and you needed, and learn Japanese. You needed that console to be able to play it too. Yeah, because they had the the codes. They were different between the American and the Japanese consoles. For me, yeah. Castlevania two for sure. For me, Superman sixty four. Oh, the worst game ever. <laughs> the worst game ever. Worst game ever made. I played like a half hour of it, and I literally threw the cartridge out my window. You literally did. Literally, I took the cartridge out of the machine, opened a window, and chucked it. I don't even know where it is. I don't even know what happened to it after that. I think the ground swallowed it up and sent it back to hell because I can. I never found it. I'm sure there are a lot more games that were a disappointment to me because back in the day, I used to rent them. So you know, you tried it. You tried a game or two every week. Yeah, I used to run games too. Yeah, and you know, so I'm sure there, there were lots of games. I know. I rented. You know, one game that I actually rented the most, but I didn't. But I never bought it. But I loved it so much, and I just kept renting it. Pokemon Snap. I like Snap. Snap. Do you know what game was like that for me? <laughs> Wall Street Trader for the NES. <laughs> there's a really a game. There's really a game called that. I loved it. I would bring it back to the video store and rent it again. I loved that what? game. You did turnaround rentals. Oh, I loved Wall Street Trader. It was such a fun game. I got a shit game that I was really excited for, and it was just a terrible game, worst game I ever played. And uh, you guys would be like, oh, yeah, that was a shit game. It almost destroyed gaming. Which one? Um, E.T. Oh, yeah. for You played E.T.? For the Atari I, 2600? I, huh? E.T. for the Atari 2600? Uh, I think they like might have released it on the NES. I remember playing it. I don't remember it for the net for the NES. It was it was the game that almost put Atari like out of business. Yeah, yeah there's there's, there's there's a mountain of like a million cartridges buried in a dump somewhere. I had it. Yeah, they had. I, it. I played it. I played it. I never played. could figure it out. I never could figure out how to get past like the beginning of the game. Yeah, they had ET for the NES. It was on the NES. My a friend of mine, his mom had the Atari 2600, and she had the game, and I tried it, and I was like, "What is this shit?" And I remember, uh, I remember watching the movie when I was a kid. And I was like, "Wow, I like that movie!" And I saw the game at a game store for the Nintendo NES for like I don't know a couple bucks. I was like, "Oh, I'll buy that game." And I played this game. And I was like, "What the fuck? Why am I dying as I walk? What's going oh, on?" ET was terrible. I liked, um, I liked Adventure though. Adventure was an awesome game for the Atari. Similar kind of above style. Doesn't really make any sense, but that was a good game. Nice. Well, you know, that was really good. And, you know, we just we, we went through some a lot of the games we really liked. We play we talked about uh, for consoles and for PC gaming. We found out like the, our biggest disappointment for a bad game. 
my question is, you know, how do we really make time for all this? Like, uh, what, really, what's your gaming schedule? Do you have a set time of day where you're just like, you know, let me have this for a little bit? Or for you guys, is it just like, I got a free minute, I'm going to play? Well, for Brian, it would be, when does he watch games? <laughs> yeah, when do you watch your games, Brian? Um, Every evening. Or, well, I I have all my gaming videos in my organizational system that I talked about last week. On Feedly? Yep. I have them all in there. Um, and it's a lot better now that I have it in Feedly and I don't go on YouTube because I'll go on Feedly and see a bunch of game videos that have posted in my category and go, I'm going to watch this one. And I'll just mark the rest as red without even watching them. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then I, I'll go in and look for the ones that are episodic that I want to catch up on. So it's usually about – so for you, you usually like around the evening time, kind of a relaxation kind of time thing? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the – chilling out before I get ready to go to bed. And then um, as far as um, gaming podcasts, I listen to them while I'm playing Diablo. I turn the music off in Diablo and I, I, I listen to podcasts. All right. That's cool. Anthony, what about you? Um, so normally I get home, I watch the baby for a bit while the wife sleeps. And then when she's awake and she's done doing all her stuff about like when we put down the baby for his first nap, I get maybe an hour or two of gaming time in before I have to go to sleep. And then when I'm off work, my day's off, I work at night. I'm up all night, so I play pretty much all night on my days off. That's actually pretty cool. What about you? <laughs> me, honestly, for me, uh, since we've we had Alana, or my, my daughter, it's become pretty much any time I can. Any any free moment, I can just get maybe an hour or two in. Before, whenever we were actually foster parents and we had multiple kids in our home, and I was doing only late night shifts, like getting off at one in the morning, I would come home and that we had a newborn, and I would sit up with her at night, like feed her, put her in her in her in her rocking cradle that we had out in the living room, and she'd lay next to me, and I would actually play Battlefield Four with my friends and with a friend in Korea while she would sleep and eat and I would have the remote and everything and I'd be like hang on going AFK or or, or give me a second and I'd have him cover me like I'd stand, stand in a corner and he'd cover me while I would take care of the kid and then I'd come back and we'd play more well, that's cool that's so, but, it's neat how we all fit it in into busy schedules yeah so for me it's more it's more of a just fit it in through some free time and it's it's, it's worked out pretty good I, I get maybe an hour or two um Every few days. So um, we are just about out of time. I want to ask a question, you guys. So what kind of projects are you guys working on? and Or do you have anybody to plug or anything? Right now, I'm actually finishing reading uh, a book. My 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 Theodore Roosevelt book. I have two other Western novels that I just picked up that I'm going to read. Yes, that's right. I'm a dirty Western nerd. No. And I'm actually getting into trying to get some of my old projects I had started but we didn't get to finish because we moved started back up like I have a couple I have a walking stick and a banner thing that I'm trying to work up right now and hopefully one day we can actually get a forge project going between you and me Brian because I know where my extra brake drum is for the forge oh my god I want to do that I want to make watermelons filled with um, molten aluminum <laughs> Give you know what we just got to get some like get a little bit of time together and we can do it what about you, Anthony? Projects, goings-ons? Uh, fixing my PC. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of figured that was your thing. So, but you know what? 
but while it's off, um, for some of you who may be worried, like, oh no, our gamer, our gaming nerd can't game. Uh, I still game. I have a Nintendo DS. Um, so I'm I've been playing Monster Hunter Generations, the the newest of Monster Hunter games. Are you grinding away on that? Uh, yeah, just you know, yeah, you know my monster. That's good. And um, I also game on my wife's laptop. I've been playing a game called Stardew Valley. It's a basically like a Harvest Moon, but made by it. It's not Harvest Moon. So that's good. You know, it looks like we got some good projects going. I didn't mention mine. Oh, you didn't? I thought you had one. I thought you said right away. Nope. <laughs> no. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, I have been working really hard on the podcast. That's been my main like project. Has this become your baby? It really has. Um, but I, I, got, I finally, after lots of hard work, and I posted this as Facebook page, um, I got it set up so we can have guests in studio. Yeah, which is going to be great. Um, do you actually want to drop a surprise for next week's episode, Brian? Oh, so next week's episode, we're going to have tentatively, well, just in case something goes wrong, I'll say it that way. Matthias from SoCal Games and Comics. I don't know his exact title. I want to say comic book manager, but he'll fill us in when he when he's on the show. Um but I, I went over to the comic book store and I talked to him at SoCo Games and Comics in Temecula. And he's really excited about being on and talking about what he does and comic books and filling in us in comic book news and stuff like that. So we're going to talk about comic books next week unless something goes wrong. And yeah. you'll know that so, when we're on and we'll talk about. So right now. Yeah. So as of right now, you know, on a soft yes, we're talking about comics next week. So break out your long boxes, break out your movie posters. We're going into the worlds of Marvel, DC and all others. So just have you be prepared for a good cape ripping good time. This will be the talk. Topic I know nothing about. <laughs> Yay! Yay! It's time to hear Anthony be an audience member. <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I we forgot to tell him, Brian. An- Anthony is in a very special location this week. Oh, Anthony! Well, Ant- Anthony had to come back to Orange County because his computer died. Yes, that's his very nice. special location. Nice He's home, Anthony. This week, we sent him. We sent him home so he can so his family doesn't have to be in a, in adverse climates. Yes. I'm sure sending him to Africa last week is why his computer overheated and leaked all over the place. I agree. So that but that's a special location. He's home this week. So anybody want to get him, just just go ahead and go to OC, track his happy butt down. We'll put his address in the show notes. Uh, <laughs> for sure. Anthony, get ready for eggs on the windows. <laughs> so but you know what? We had a good time today and everything, but it just wouldn't be an episode this week without what's nerdy with you this week, our favorite game. And and then for anybody who's just like, this is your first episode, you know, this is a game where we sit down and we find out what we have done this week that was especially nerdy in our minds. And we decide who takes the cake and is the biggest nerd. And so let's go ahead. Anthony, I, I have a feeling I know what yours is, but you go first. Um, you know, my nerdy thing this week has mostly just been just honestly Monster Hunter. I've been doing this a lot. Probably been playing too much. I think I've already clocked <laughs> in like 24 hours. The computer went down like two days ago. <laughs> no, I've only had it for a couple days. <laughs> Good lord! Uh, by the way, that was not what I was thinking. I, I thought your your nerdy thing this week was worrying and crying over your computer as you take it apart. Uh, that is a nerdy thing, but I, I'm going to just not say that that's my nerdy. Thing. Twenty-four hours of Monster Hunter in just a couple days. Yeah, I I'm going to say nerdy. <laughs> Brian, Brian, what about you? I'm 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 going to break the rules because I um. 
I wanted to tell a little story about me hanging out with Daniel, our music technician. So we, we spent the nerdy day together, but I'm going to break the rules and I'm going to share someone else's story. Okay. So Anna Meyer is a friend of mine. Um, she's I, a, I like her. She's a cartographer for Cobalt Press in the Pathfinder world. Um, she makes maps for role-playing games. She has the, one of the dream jobs of the nerds. And she told That's me amazing. a story from Gen Con. Which Gen Con oh. was just this past weekend. Yeah, uh, Critical Role was there. They did a live Saturday show. She told me a story and she gave me permission to share it. So this oh, is going to be my nerdy thing is the story I heard from Anna. So um, it starts off great. She was in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, already her, gold. She was sitting in her stall. Uh, she was sitting in her stall and all of a sudden something rolled underneath her stall oh. from another stall. And it was a lightsaber. <laughs> nice. And it was like one of those like really expensive movie quality ones. Really? Awesome. Yeah. And she she yells. She's like, did anybody lose a lightsaber? And she hears a voice. Yeah, over here. Just roll it back. And she rolled it back. <laughs> that is the best. Yeah. Like you could only hear a conversation about something like that at a convention. So if anybody, nice. if if I if if that story wins, I don't get credit for it. No, yeah. So for me, nerdy. What did I do nerdy this week? For me, it's gonna be my uh, sitting down and watching the entire sixth season of the Guild with my daughter. With your daughter, ah. She actually sat on the couch for an hour and a half and watched it with me. Oh, that's that's irresponsible parenting. <laughs> there's some ir- there's some inappropriate things in the guild. <laughs> there is, but you know what? She, she she's not going to understand it anyway, so it doesn't she, matter. No, I right? to her because she's uh, she's not even two yet, so there, there's a lot of that that stuff. It's very subtle on it that she's not going to pick up on. She just liked hearing the voices and watching. And plus, there was some really cool uh, visual stuff on the, that season that she just loved. So I, I that that's my nerdy thing for this week. But I am immediately conceding defeat. Anna wins. Yeah. Do you that, agree? Do you agree, Anthony? I'll, I'll go with Anna wins. That's a good one. That's a that was good. good. Let her know she won. You didn't win. She won. Oh well, I'll let her know. She 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 gave me permission to tell the story, even though it was in a bathroom. So well, I've got to cool. give her some credit for that. It's, but that that's great. And, you know, <laughs> this is why I love our game because we always hear something really funny from at least one of us. It was great. I mean, even though, even through our hardships of PCs dying and, you know, just work schedules, we still have time to sit there and have something funny happen to us within our lives. And uh, but there's something I want to try. I, I kind of want to add this in and to the show, you know, to, as a as a tail end thing is what do you think you will you will be doing this week in, in the nerdy sense? Uh, Brian, um, this week, I don't know. I don't no. know. That's a hard question for me to answer. Um, yeah, I really don't know. I I have a little project list that I have to review, and I haven't done my weekly review yet this week. So, I, I, I honestly, I'm yeah. I don't know. I'll just leave it at that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Anthony, any ideas? Um, trying to fix my PC. Obviously, I want. I desperately want. I feel like see. If- my wife wants to see it too. We want to go see Suicide Squad super bad. Oh yeah, I need to do that too. So that's probably up there. Big Harley Quinn fan, so she's definitely on 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 that page with me of wanting to go see it. I went to go see it and it was sold out. Um, I'm hearing good things. Critics are saying bad. My in my in laws went and seen it. And they said it was amazing. And they said they really enjoyed it. I I want to go see it. I maybe go see it like. 
Thursday night or something, but I doubt it. What about you, Michael? What's your what are you going to do this week? For me, I'm actually going to try and get uh, some writing done or at least get notes down because uh, I used to write a lot. I actually have so, so I've been like I said, I have short stories published in a in a close friends magazine called 8-Bit Pulp. You can find them on Amazon. Oh, I, I actually have a thing. Um, I got my class starts next Monday. So I got um, my textbook comes today. So I'm going to be doing pre-reading because I have to go to a wedding at the end of the month. So I'm going to be studying the history of photography. So you want and you want to try and get a little headway. Well, you know, if we're going to mention school, I actually start go back to school for welders training uh, this week. So, yeah, that's right. I'm going to be a big old nerd that knows how to fuse metal with metal using electricity. All welders are nerdy. Oh, yes, they are completely. There's actually a shirt I want to get because I'm also working at becoming an amateur. Bla- I'm actually an amateur blacksmith. And there's actually a shirt I want to get. Um, he I'm who trying- smelt it, dealt it. No, <laughs> that would be a great shirt. But no, it's a uh, blacksmith because even welders need heroes. So I, I actually want to get that shirt because it, it uh, makes me laugh. But uh, that's one thing I'm doing. There, There is one other thing I would really like to do, but I got my work schedule and I'll be working the entire time it's going on, is they're actually having a Pathfinder day at SoCal Games and Comics. Oh, I'm going to that. You <laughs> I totally forgot. Yeah, I signed up. Oh, man, I wanted, to, <laughs> I wanted to go and I was hoping if I got a late work schedule, I could go and do I could go and sign up. But it's my work schedule is right during it. Yeah, I invited Anna, too, so she's probably going to be there. Oh, I'm so jealous now. I really wanted to go. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I made a new character. I made a um, I had a fetchling boon, so I'm making a fetchling um, shadow oracle. Oh, good Lord. That's amazing. Oh, you be in all the missions already? Um, no, this is new season. So much time off. So there's a lot I haven't played, and this is season seven, so I definitely okay. haven't played it. Yeah, there's a lot of season seven that's out now. Okay. Yeah, I'm actually going. I forgot about that. You're like, what's new this week? And I'm like, yeah, nothing. Yeah, I'm going to that. I signed up. I want to know whatever you I didn't know you signed up for that. Dang it. <laughs> now I wish I got the time off to go. <laughs> no, but school is going to actually suck up a lot of my days off. I'm going to actually have to take an extra day off if I want to go to a Pathfinder day now. Oh, yeah. It's definitely going to make um, recording a whole lot easier with you with the regular schedule, though. I'm happy yes. about that. We will no longer have uh, late upload days, or at least we'll try not to, pending technical difficulties. Well, I have to go to work as soon as we're done with this podcast, and then i got to come home and edit. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to actually start getting ready for work here in a little bit myself. So let's go. I just want to go ahead and say, you know, thanks, guys. It was actually a really good episode. We, it shows how much we're in sync with a lot, on a lot of games that we liked, and we just informed each other on a lot of good stuff. Uh, so today was actually really good. Had a great time. So... In case you didn't know, this has been episode five for gaming. And I just want to tell everybody, thank you for listening to Nerd Podcast Radio. I almost said pregnant there. And I'm been your host, Special Mikey, along with Andrew Anthony. And Super Vegan Ryan. Bye-bye, everybody. Stay nerdy, stay informed, be awesome. Wheelie, wheelie, wheelie.